0: Welcome to the Joint Multinational Readiness Center Trained to Win Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Joyce Costello. In this podcast, I'm talking with U.S. Army Captain Anthony Grahalis. He's the Distribution Company Primary Observer Coach Trainer for the Brigade Support Battalion, and we're talking about understanding logistics as a warfighter. Now, Captain Grahalis is currently part of the Adler's Critter Team here at JMRC. Although prior, he has worked in a brigade combat team his entire career, he started at the 82nd Airborne, focusing on aerial resupply. Now, while deployed with 82nd, he was the OIC for the Arrivals and Departure Airfield Control Group, where he pushed classes of supply inter and intra-theater for the entire theater of Iraq. He has earned the Demonstrated Logistician Certification from the Society of International Logistics. Recently, he completed the Theater Sustainment Planners course, where he bridged the gap of sustainment knowledge from the individual fighting position to our strategic enablers. Thank you for joining me, Captain Garhalas.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Doctor. I'm super excited to be here.
0: Ah, that's great. So right now, logistics is really playing a large role in Defender Europe 20. But before we get into the nitty-gritty, was there a moment in your career that defined you as a logistician? That's a great question. Actually, yes, there
1: was a moment in my career where I truly became passionate about logistics, and that was in Iraq. It was when I got yelled at by the brigade executive officer because some bleach didn't make it on a flight. I was in charge of the uh, Arrival-Departure Airfield Control Group, also known as the ADAG, and I remember hearing that some bleach had to go somewhere in Iraq. No one told me any details. The bleach never came my way, so I thought it wasn't a big deal. Well, the Brigade XO let me know how wrong I was. Turns out the bleach was to be used to sanitize some water buffaloes. Uh, It was meant to support some Marines in an outpost. Because of my snafu... The Marines went without water for about two days. He asked me if I knew the doctrinal definition of decisive operation. I honestly didn't. He explained that it is the operation that directly accomplishes the mission, and that's according to FM 3-0. That day, I failed my decisive operation. From that moment on, my outlook on logistics changed. I now understood that I was the linchpin in planning, synchronizing, coordinating and executing the support of our forces. From that moment on, I felt the pressure and I didn't want to let anyone down. I couldn't relax until the last piece of equipment was on its way home. Ever since, I've tried to build the relationship between sustainer and warfighter. That's what I'd like to talk about today, how to relieve that pressure so both sustainer and warfighter accomplish their decisive operation.
0: Ah, that, that is actually a, a very powerful story when we learn from our mistakes. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about understanding logistics as a logistician and then also understanding logistics as a warfighter because he you know, obviously at JMRC trained to win. It's a critical mass. So why don't we start off with what exactly is the difference between a logistician and a sustainer? Because I've heard them used interchangeably, but truthfully I, I don't understand the difference. So, a logistician provides the warfighter with
1: very specific services, uh, such as maintenance, transportation, supply, field services, distribution, operational contract support, and general engineering. Uh, A better description of all those can be found in uh, FM 4-5, entitled Logistics Operations. A sustainer, on the other hand, has three elements, one of them being logistics. Logistics. The other two types are personnel services, which are our human resources professionals, and then also our health service support, our professionals who keep us healthy and alive. Uh, ADRP 4-0 gives a great description of the difference of those three elements. So in a way, it's like saying that all jacuzzis are hot tubs, but not all hot tubs are jacuzzis. Uh, Don't expect a logistician to know how to run an aid station, for example. However, all sustainers are important to the concept of support.
0: Okay, could you uh, could you elaborate
1: a little bit more about what is the concept of support meant to do? Absolutely. A concept of support is meant to synchronize all sustainers and sustainment in a plan that tells everyone on the battlefield how a commander will sustain their operation and their soldiers. In saying that, if I could stress one thing to all logisticians— It's that our concept of support must provide our maneuver formations with freedom of action, operational reach, and endurance. For me, this means calculating that sweet spot where you provide a unit with what they need, but not too much that it holds them back.
0: Well, it really, it sounds like the logisticians and sustainers do a lot, but as an observer, coach, trainer, um, what are some of the trends that you're seeing here with the units that are coming through doing training at JMRC? So here at JMRC, uh, we have a unique opportunity to train with our
1: allies and partners for peace. However, the biggest trend that I've seen there is a delayed integration process. Units think that multinationals can sustain themselves. While most can, units forget that typically, in a rotation, the United States will provide common user logistics, meaning that our forward support companies and our brigade support battalions will provide to our sister services and multinational units. Using an integration checklist alleviates this. One can be found in Chapter 6 of FM 3-16, entitled The Army and Multinational Operations. Other trends include lack of synchronization, lack of understanding the fight, and lastly, lack of security. To combat lack of synchronizations, there's two main things that will turn a unit from good to great. One is having an established and enforced battle rhythm that gives staffs and commanders to periodically anticipate requirements and respond to changes during the fight. You want to establish these battle rhythm events as early as possible to create a logistical shared understanding, especially with maintenance meetings, log syncs, and even dispatches. The second thing is having an accurate logistics common operating picture. That includes logistics capabilities by location that also depicts obstacles, maneuver units, situational templates, enemy locations, and fires capabilities. And this should be brief to all squad leaders. These logistic common operating pictures must account for our allies and partners and be both in digital and analog format. Next, logistic units need to tackle the lack of understanding the fight. The easiest way to do this is for all soldiers to understand the commander's intent two levels up. This helps especially when commanders are focused on consolidating gains during transitions. It will help logisticians anticipate what's needed next, whether that's fuel, water, or ammunition. Additionally, command and control plays a pivotal role here so we can integrate war fighting functions in multinational units have units validate their pace plans and understand interoperability. The last trend we see is a lack of security. Every soldier is responsible for protecting their convoys, their area of operation and their logistics release points. Great units rehearse this, incorporate into their SOPs and have convoy protection platforms mounted onto MTO equipment. It also helps when units have soldiers qualified on crew serve weapons and understand the rules of engagement.
0: All right. Well, since you mentioned in that last trend about soldiers, um, why don't we move on to how they need to understand uh, logistics as a warfighter? I mean, why should soldiers be involved in logistics besides bleach?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So simply put, if everyone is vocal about what they need, it helps the logistician do their planning. What I've noticed in my research is that all soldiers typically need the same thing throughout our entire army's history. They care about having enough fuel to keep them moving, or let's be honest, to also keep them warm. They care about having ammunition so they can decisively engage the enemy. They also care about their next meal and whether it's hot or cold, or if they have enough water. Lastly, do they have the parts needed to fix their equipment so they can get back into the fight. Being vocal helps logisticians prioritize these needs to enable the mission.
0: So that's interesting that you mention what a soldier needs because often there's like that gap between what a soldier wants and needs and what a logistic- logistician can actually provide. Absolutely, and, and I truly appreciate that, that you
1: grasp that concept because it's very complex and describes accurately that sometimes there's friction between logisticians and maneuver units. Uh, this process requires communication using actionable statistics and implementing systems. A great way is involving everyone in your unit to have input into the logstat, also known as the logistics status report. If a logistician can understand that you're burning through wa- water because you have an entire company making sandbags in order to prepare for the defense, it helps. We need that input. The same goes for ammunition. If we know that your fires unit is providing obscuration fires, it's important we know how many rounds you have, how many rounds you need, and how many you're expending so we can plan and prioritize your resupply.
0: So with that resupply and the needs and the wants, um, one of the things is how can the leadership, how can they you know, make sure that they're getting more out of their logistician that might be in their unit? Absolutely, so the best advice I can give is synchronize
1: your plan with your logistician. Include them in your operations process. Let them have a seat at the table, give them a voice and lay out what your priorities are. Communicate constantly so they can anticipate changes and respond to those changes. Make sure they understand the commander's intent and from there, a logistician can provide what you need and hopefully avoid being yelled at by their Brigade XO.
0: Well, thank you, Captain Grijales, about explaining about understanding logistics, both as a logistician, but also understanding it as a warfighter. Thank you for taking the time to share your experience as an observer coach trainer. Thank you very much for having me. I'm super
1: excited. I'm always here to talk about logistics.
0: Sounds good. And to the audience, thank you for tuning in to the Joint Multinational Readiness Center Train to Win podcast. Now, make sure to subscribe to our channel so you can hear more about the frontier of training at a combat training center.